Good morning. I'm Heather Fay, and this is my morning monologue, One Woman's Health Journey. I am actually doing a walking monologue. Can you believe it? I braved a treacherous, icy, and snowy staircase to be here right now. I fell at one point. It was incredible. Then I had to get a rock out of my shoe. So here we are. I made it. Yeehaw. I kept notes yesterday so that I would actually have something to constantly talk about today without going and doing a bunch of umming and aahing and trying to remember. Let me just scroll down. Speaking of scrolling, okay, I recently joined Snapchat for reasons I don't understand. Not sure why I did that. I'm having a hard time at my age, admittedly not that old, but whatever, trying to understand how Snapchat works. My niece, who's, uh, I think she's 12 now, 11, maybe 10. Anyways, she reached out to me, connected with me on Snapchat. So I was sitting there trying to ask her how to do stuff like an old, old lady. And turns out... One of the things I couldn't figure out was that I just needed to scroll up. I needed to scroll up to find what I wanted. I felt like such an old technological idiot. I shouldn't be too hard on old people and technology. Some some old folks, that's not a politically correct term. Anyway, some of them are really down with technology. My dad's a great example. He knows a lot about computers. To the point where I actually, in my family, it's like the opposite. My my parents don't call me for tech support. It's the other way around. It's kind of funny like that. Well, I guess I'll give you a little update on how yesterday went. So because I was in such a rush to get going uh, in the morning, because I had that long drive ahead of me, I... I ended up just skipping breakfast. I don't typically skip breakfast, but I did yesterday to save time. And uh, consequently, after I finished doing what I was doing, I uh, got some lunch on the way home. So I had a big, massive lunch. But I got uh, like a big burrito bowl. So there's a lot of healthy stuff and vegetables and stuff in it. And I got it without the... Uh, you know, the actual burrito wrap part, which is, incidentally, if you do pay attention to calories on things, those wraps, those uh, tortillas, they actually have more calories in them than bread usually. So I know sometimes restaurants or things will be like, look, here's your healthier, or Subway, I think, maybe did this at one point or does it. They They hold up this tortilla sandwich thing or whatever is the healthier option, but it actually has higher uh, calories than just getting a sandwich on bread. Uh, At any rate, so I ended up having a really kind of a massive lunch, and then I didn't eat anything else until dinner time, and I had actually kind of a smallish dinner because I was still pretty I wasn't feeling super hungry after the huge, uh, like, taco-slash-burrito bowl from earlier. 
So anyways, that went good. I did not eat between meals. I did not eat after dinner time. So I'm back on track on that. I did only one cup of caffeine coffee yesterday. Uh, sorry, not, not caffeine coffee, decaf coffee. Hello. So I did only one cup of that and I had no other caffeine. So, uh, that's going good. That's going really good. And I also managed to complete, despite having less time for work, uh, yesterday, I managed to complete a large proofread I was working on. That's my side hustle. Well, editing and proofreading that I sometimes get little jobs and do those. Uh, so that was rewarding. All right. I want to talk about goals specifically my first real health goal. The first thing I want to accomplish, oops, big truck coming by. Hello. Anyways, the first thing I want to accomplish is I want to, uh, I just want to be able to fit back into my jeans again. Okay. I have a bunch of size 16s. They're too small for me now. And I've not been able to bring myself to buy a larger size. I have not been able to bring myself to do that yet. Uh, what I do have is a bunch of cheapo baggy sweatpants that I bought. So I'd have something to cover the bottom half of me during the winter. Um, I think it's because I go through this very self-abasing thing when I'm in my heavier weight ranges. And I do this thing where I just decide that I no longer look good and I no longer am going to try to be feminine anymore. Screw it. I'm just going to wear sweatpants and my husband's shirts. <laughs> Anyways, that's ridiculous because I, I can still take pride in my appearance, even though I'm at a heavier weight than I'd like to be. You know, there's nothing wrong with, with doing a little something extra. Example, I have really got to wax my chin. Okay. It's getting out of hand. I'm just going to be full disclosure. It's getting out of hand. But because I'm so overweight, I'm like, who cares? I don't deserve to look good. I should have chin hairs. That's ridiculous. I need to snap out of that and just get the wax kit out today, crying out loud. I probably won't, honestly, because I have a shortened work week due to uh, kids' school schedule. But how about this? I'll make a date Monday morning. Monday morning next week. I'm going to pull out my face waxing kit and get it done. I hope. I hope that I don't forget to do that now that I've said I would do that. All right. But that's goal one. Health and weight-wise, I just would like to get back to fitting in my jeans so that I can wear something that's at least slightly an upgrade from all the sweatpants. Uh, okay, I have to issue a correction on an earlier comment I made in an earlier monologue. And that is specifically that uh, I went on a whole roll about how I didn't really think Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers were engaged because there's no pictures of them together ever. Well, apparently Shailene was on uh, The Tonight Show and did confirm that they are engaged. So, I mean, fucking kudos to those two. Kind of sucks that my chance with Aaron Rodgers is gone. Never mind that I'll never meet him and I'm married anyway. 
that's not important. But anyway, um, oh God, trains of thought, trains of thought, losing them all the time. Shailene Woodley, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, kudos to them for somehow never being seen together ever for the entire year. I guess they've been together a year or something. I mean, I guess we have had like a lockdown for a year. I don't know. Whatever. Congrats to them. That's the end of my celebrity gossip section. I probably won't be doing that section too frequently. Uh, But speaking of celebrities, I've been on this uh, social media site called MeWe. Now, some people might have some strong negative feelings about that particular social media site because it's like, it's for conservatives. And it's really not meant to be a, quote, conservative website, but... I think it's just a website for people who are tired of Facebook, honestly. I would describe it as Reddit in light mode. Reddit in light mode. It's got sort of the... It can have, if you want it to have, the anonymity of Reddit. But people are not... Like, the ratio of trolls and dickheads to people who just want to have a nice social media experience is way lower than any other social media that I have been on. Anyways, the point is, you get some contact requests. You get people that want to be contacts with you, and I've sent some too if I find a person interesting. You know, I want to have some kind of group on there, but I have gotten (laughs) contact requests in a single day from Keanu Reeves and Jack Foxworthy. Of course, I declined them. Because somebody that impersonates a celebrity is not to be trusted. But there's this tiny part of me that's like, what if it really was them? What if I just said no to Jeff Foxworthy and Keanu Reeves and I could have had celebrity contacts? Anyways, maybe one day I'll find out if it really was them or not. I'd now like to address the tragedy of my house slippers. Yes, here's what happened. I bought this... Nice pair of house slippers from the Target. That's Target. Anyway, uh, I really like them. They fit well and they were super comfortable. It's hard for me to find those sort of, like, it's those ones that they're hanging on a wall. Those, like, real generic made. Uh, You can get, like, flip-flops. You can get pretty much any shoe like that. It's pretty much what Walmart does with their shoes. But Target, they just have this little section where they'll hang like the popular shoes of the moment or whatever. And it was house slippers. And I was like, oh, these generic things. I have such a hard time finding ones that actually fit my malformed weird feet. I don't have malformed feet. I shouldn't say that. But they are not a typical... uh, They're wide. They're super wide. I have super wide feet. So it's like I end up having to get because stores don't usually typically carry too many wide sizes. If there's a shoe I like, I've got to get it about three sizes longer than my actual foot for it to fit my foot, and it just starts looking ridiculous. Well, these were amazing because they actually fit comfortably. It's it's so rare, so I was super excited, and I bought a pair. Okay, truck coming.
God, if I knew there was going to be this much darn activity in this parking lot. He's scraping. What are you even plowing? There's nothing to plow. You're just interrupting my monologue. Anyways, if I'd known it was going to be so busy at 5.30 in the morning up here, I would not have come here. I would have gone somewhere else. I just didn't want to. I was unlazy enough this morning to get up and do this, but not, but I was too lazy to actually go the extra distance to drive down to the park first and do it. Whatever. For all I know, that's a crowded place right now, too. Is he coming back? Go away. Leave me alone. Okay. Anyways, these house slippers. So I got them. I was super happy with them. They're like the most comfortable, warmest, best house slippers I've ever had. And incidentally, I have never worn a house slipper until I lived in this area. I never had feet cold enough. I just didn't know what that was like. And then I moved here where it's freezing in the winter. And I live with a husband who likes to keep the thermostat, sit down and hold on to something at 60 degrees. Okay, this is what I suffer with. Anyways, sometimes I turn it up a little, but my God. So it just means that I have to have something to keep my ice block feet warm. So these slippers, they were awesome. I was stepping over something or around something and they caught on something I still have not identified and ripped. And I completely ruined one of them almost immediately within like two days of, of having these slippers. I was so bummed. So I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to Target and get another pair. And they were gone. My size was gone. These were popular slippers this year. And I was so sad. But anyway, I could probably check online and order them. I, I got to get another pair, but it's just been somewhat depressing to to have ruined my slippers. That's the saga of my house slippers. Yesterday, my six-year-old did something. <clears throat> She's done this before. It just, it's hilarious to me. She likes the smell of my deodorant. So like I was lying in bed and she was sitting on bed next to me trying to get me to do all kinds of strenuous activity games with her, like jumping on the bed and rolling around and crawling and tackling and I hate those games, and I was lying there like a giant lack of energy, and she kind of, her face got near my armpit, and she went, oh, you smell good, shoved her face completely into my armpit, and just took a big whiff, and just stayed there for a minute. She cracks me up. She's been doing that since she was, I think the first time she did it, she was like two years old. She was just like, what is this smell? Shove shove her head into my armpit. Kids do, that's the thing about kids. They, they can annoy you, but they do some of the cutest stuff and you just end up really loving it. And you love them. They're wonderful. Uh, uh, however, on the flip side of all the cuteness is this situation where we cannot get her to sleep in her own room. We had it for a while. See, well, okay, let me, let me take it from the top. When she was a baby, she did not want to sleep in that crib. She did not. She would, before she could even walk, if I put her in the crib, she would fling herself over the top of the crib 
and just land on the floor in a thud. <sighs> Little babies are resilient, though. She'd just start crawling off like I'm done with that. Goodbye, crib. And pretty much the only way we could get her to sleep is if we were holding her and walking around with her. Oh, my God. It was eight months into that. And we already had our older daughter, um, our daughter who has autism. And she, I mean, if we think her sleep schedule is messed up now, it was like she was two and a half years old about, maybe close to closer to three years old at that time. And she was not for all of those two and a half years. There was not one night she had slept through the night yet. We were going crazy, uh, me and my husband. So I just, one morning, it was like, I don't know, two in the morning. And we had our younger daughter waking up like every half an hour. And I just, I knew she would sleep if she was in physical contact with someone. And I was so tired of not sleeping. No pun intended that I just picked her up and I brought her into bed and she, that's where she slept for the next about three years and I didn't care because it meant that we got some sleep sometimes <clears throat> so then fast forward we finally get her sleeping in her own room we even listen we went to extremes. We built a loft in there. We, my husband did it. He built a loft in there so that she'd have like a bed, her bed in a cool place. And she loved it. And that's initially what got her going into her own room, interested in sleeping in her own room. And she didn't sleep through the night immediately, but we got her there. We finally got her there. And then I do not know what happened. But this girl, I guess, heard a noise one night that we've never been able to identify the source of. Maybe it was a ghost. I don't know. I'm just kidding. And decided she didn't want to sleep in her room anymore. So she started sleeping down on the couch. The last two nights, she's decided that her new place to sleep is back in the bed. Oh, God. And for the last two nights, I've been slowly and carefully shoved further and further to the side of my own bed to the point where last night, I just, in the middle of the night, I picked her up and I moved her back over. Pause for cars. Ooh, slippery patch of ice right there. Anyways, I, I picked her up and I moved her over. I was just tired of it. Being woken up every hour, being shoved further and further. And that woke her up in the middle of the night. And uh, anyways, neither of us slept too great, but she fell back asleep, so I got up for a walk. So yay, some good came of it. But I got, I got to get this kid sleeping in her own room. It's, it's gone on too long now. Uh, okay, next topic of conversation. Let me check my time here, because I do have to get back. Uh, get the kids ready for school, of course. Also, I'm about to walk through some ice and I need to concentrate. All right, hopefully there's no treacherous black ice along. This probably is a bad idea. I'm not going to walk down this way. Going back up. Uh, let's see here. All right. That's going well. Okay, so the internet is awash 
with all of these weird people, right, that do weird things at Walmart. And I just want to say for the record, maybe it matters which Walmart you go to or which city or part of town the Walmart is in. Because the Walmart that I regularly go to, I have literally never seen anything or anyone weird. Like, I've never seen anything so extraordinarily ghastly that I needed to take a picture and post it. You know what I mean? Pause for truck. So, I don't know. In defense of Walmart, not every single one of them has weirdos in it all the time. And I don't consider somebody going to a store in their pajama pants weird because I have made many a middle of the night, like one, two, three a.m. trip to Walmart wearing my own pajamas, okay? And I'm not a, that much of a weirdo. So there's that. Just wanted to want to defend Walmart a little bit there, I guess. Oh, some people might t- turn that into a whole political... Never mind. Strike what I just said. I just mean that I have personally never seen anything so super strange go down at a Walmart. That's all I meant by that statement. Uh, And now I will consume the rest of the time of this walk talking about my interest in true crime and the paranormal. Okay. Which I'm about to say something that's going to sound off topic, but I'll swing back around to it. So Netflix uh, has a lot of content on it. And they also, over the years, started making As you know, if you have a Netflix account, their own content. And their content that has the little Netflix symbol on it, so you know they made it. Netflix made it, right? So this includes a lot of different things. Feature films, TV shows, sitcoms, dramas, uh, documentaries, uh, docu-series, right? (sighs) When it comes to their feature-length films... I I don't think, with the exception of maybe one of them, I don't think that I have ever just been super like, oh my god, that was a great movie. It usually ranges from like, oh, I mean, that was all right, to turning it off because it's just no good. You know, like, they really don't, they have not nailed the feature film thing on Netflix. They keep making them. I don't know. Do you know of a good one? Tell me. I want to watch a good one because I have yet to watch a Netflix-only film that I thought was superb. That said, in the TV show department, including docu-series, I think they actually do a really good job. One of my favorite TV shows ever, Dark. It's a German show. It's a Netflix-only. It's my favorite TV show I've ever watched. It's fantastic. So they do TV shows really well, and that includes their docu-series, and specifically their true crime docu-series. I think I've pretty much watched all the ones that Netflix has come out with, and I have never personally been disappointed with any of them. The most, well, maybe not the most recent one, because one just came out about um, art forgeries, which I have yet to watch. But the one right before that that came out was... Oh, God. Uh, 
I've been watching it. I don't even remember the name of it. It's the Cecil Hotel one. If you've got Netflix, you probably know what I'm talking about because you probably have at least seen it advertised to you on there. Um, but this is the story of Elisa Lamb. Now, I've watched two and a half of four of the episodes. And I'm glad I'm watching this because if you're at all into this true crime genre, you've heard of Elisa Lamb and you've heard this story told countless times. This documentary is bringing forth information I never knew about her case. So it's been really fascinating to watch. And this documentary also really um, paints a picture of the Cecil Hotel that I did not understand before, uh, before watching it. But for anybody unfamiliar, in brief, Elisa Lam was a Canadian woman, young woman, college age, who wanted to travel and came down to L.A. so that she could travel a bit. And she ended up staying at the Cecil Hotel, which is in Skid Row, a very bad part of town. Uh, and most of, or many of the residents that lived there had very bad criminal records, like things like assault and murder and things like that. And they were staying there because they couldn't, with their criminal records, find any other place to stay. And the Cecil was cheap for them. So anyways, she ends up staying at this hotel and she disappears. And for something close to two and a half, three weeks, if I'm remembering correctly, she cannot be found. The police are called in. I mean, they're called in before the three weeks are up. They're called in pretty much right away. And uh, long story short, after reviewing the surveillance footage of the hotel, they determined that she never, she came into the hotel and uh, after one day of being out or something and never left the hotel. The footage that was widely circulated and that became uh, just viral on this was footage of her in the elevator of the hotel, acting strangely, to say the least. And she's the only person that appears in the footage. There have been all these theories about, was there somebody outside the elevator she was talking to, trying to avoid? They eventually did find her body in, on the roof in a water tank. First comment I have about that is that the police officer that was in charge of the investigation, the investigator, he says, well, we checked the roof. We checked the roof. He was very adamant about that they checked the roof and she wasn't there. And I thought, okay, but did anybody actually look in the water tanks? I'd be very interested to know because I would think that that probably was not checked. I want to, I, I, it's just not believable to me that with people scouring this hotel for her for weeks, she somehow avoided everyone, avoided being detected, and then climbed or... I mean, I suppose if somebody, if foul play is involved, somebody could have been hiding her for that amount of time. I guess that's not totally implausible. Although how the smell would then escape people, I don't know. But... um <clears throat> And then snuck her up there, although I find that pretty implausible. It's maybe more implausible. I don't know. The point is, I feel like she was there the whole time, and they missed her. And I don't think anybody checked the water tanks. I really don't. That's my first comment on it. Now the whole big mystery is, was this foul play? 
was this an accident? Was it a suicide? I mean, nobody's actually saying suicide, but work that's being contemplated. Did she do this to herself or did somebody else do it to her? And the cops are saying they really didn't find any evidence that somebody else did it to her. So I don't know. It's really tough. Uh, the big internet conspiracy is, of course, that she did meet with foul play. And honestly, she was in a place where that could easily have happened to her. So I don't know. It's just, it's just a mystery. I guess my personal theory is I don't feel like she met with foul play. I guess I just don't. I think, um, you know, I think one of the things about her, she was on antidepressants. Um, those come with some pretty freaking intense side effects. I mean, people that, that antidepressants, here's my biggest thing about antidepressants and why I personally, okay, would not choose to take an antidepressant other than the fact that I'm not generally depressed and I don't need one, um, is that there's just one, two side effects on there continued or worsening depression. And that right there just tells me this is a, what the f is this? I, somebody takes this so they can come out of depression and the, the side effects continuing or worsened depression. Come on. You can do better than that. Drug companies. I think that's pretty effed up. Anyways, the only point I'm making is that I feel like this is being discounted by a lot of people. Because those can make a person really act like not themselves or mood altering, um, you know, and you can't neglect that. In my opinion, when you're doing an investigation, you have to consider that she was whacked out at the, that moment. And I don't know. I don't know what those side effects are. I probably should look at them. The, the documentary does mention which ones she was taking, I believe. Um, but... I feel like that's something that should be considered, and so far, anyway, nobody seems to be really considering it too much. But it, to me, would explain if she did do it to herself and why she and if she was acting strangely. Although, I don't know, they haven't gone over autopsy. Maybe she didn't have any of that in her system. So, I don't know. But that is just another thought that I had. Now you know my opinion about antidepressants probably going to make me very unpopular with some people, but I just think try other methods first, man. Don't just hop right onto those because they are intense. And I don't think people realize how incredibly intense they can be. And with that said, I'm actually rounding up the corner back to my house here. I decided not to take the treacherous stairs back down to my house. I'm taking the road, which just for short little stint. There we go. Back in the driveway. Okay. Well, it's time for me to get the kids ready for school. Uh, thanks for listening. If you did, hopefully you're doing good on your health journey. If you fell off for a day or two, like I did, get yourself back on. It's not too late. Uh, and that's it. Talk to you tomorrow.